Think Podcast. This is where we spend time together to learn from the experts and from each other how to build our resiliency. This is our inner muscle that helps us to bounce back and step into life with more strength, optimism, pizzazz, and enthusiasm. We all face adversities and challenges and even sometimes calamities. How do we meet them? How do we go through them? And most importantly, how do we rebound powerfully and resiliently? How do we become stronger? Many people are hurting, tired, burnt out, and mental health problems are on the rise. Here is a chance that we can learn from each other, from each other's experiences, how we can support one another by how we bounced back. There's a tipping point. It's the moment when we decide to bounce back. It's the moment we rebound. It's the moment we tap into this inner resiliency that we have. Every single one of us has that inner resiliency. There are 10 components of resiliency that are in every one of us. So when we become aware of those 10 components, or at least when we know that we can tap into one or two or three, this is how we gain our strength. This is how we regain our energy. My guests are amazing men and women who rebounded back into life with enthusiasm. They found that tipping point and they bounced back with strength. They found those, those tools within them and they were able to shape their lives with passion. We will hear what was their tipping point and we will hear which of the 10 components they tapped into or they discovered within themselves. After each story, I will share with you a few tips on how you too, you can gain back your strength and how you can tap into any of those 10 components and have that energetic rebound to live your life and shape your life the way that you love to. What are the 10 components? I keep on repeating 10 components of resilience. What are they? There are seven intrinsic components and there are three extrinsic components. The intrinsic ones are the ones that we have deep inside us. We were born with it. We need to tap into them to get to know them, to get re to realize that they are part of who we are. We need to tap into them to get to know them, to know that they are part of who we are. It's inside of us, every single one of them. So let us take them one by one. And I'll just give a brief description because after each episode, when we're talking about uh, the different components that came up for the, the, the guests, uh, I will share with you a few tips about how to bring them to life, how to be able to practice certain things to bring them to, uh, to, to your own awareness, which brings me to the first component, which is awareness. Awareness is knowing who we are, knowing who we are from the inside and from the outside at different levels. So knowing ourselves in what way, what am I talking about here? Understanding our thoughts, our emotions, what are the values that drives us? What is the purpose for doing things that the way that we do it, because when we know the purpose, we know that this is the direction we're taking and it helps in making our decisions. What are the needs 
that are not being fulfilled for us or the needs that are fulfilled and we feel wonderful about it. What makes us happy, sad, anxious, angry, fearful, all of those emotions that the dynamics that takes place within us. How can we focus on our own thoughts and understand what's our assumptions? What are our interpretations? What influences our lives? What triggers our thoughts and emotions? There is so much that goes into awareness that having capacity to understand it and having this, and I say it, this is an inner leadership trait. Having this inner leadership trait and being a wonderful leader of your life, this is an essential piece of who you are. And this is an essential component of resiliency. Once you're aware of certain things happening to you, then you can pinpoint what needs to be done. All right. Number two is determination. And I don't know if you've seen any of my posts before that I always focus on determination because it is the engine that really propels us towards our results. It's the driver that helps us focus. And um, it is the, the compass, if you may say, if I may say so, that helps us towards our desired outcome. Determination is something that is um, most of the time linked to a purpose, a purpose of life or a meaningful mission that the person wants to do or a goal that you want to accomplish. And this is what helps you go through and find that roadmap and be able to reach those goals. So determination helps you to reach that destination. Number three is courage. Now, courage is best discussed or is best explained when we say, uh, what is courage versus fear? So how can we look at fear so that we can understand courage? Dr. Stan Beacom in The Elite Minds, he said, fear is keeping you from reaching your potential. Conquering fear should be your primary goal in life. Because when you think about you want to do something or you want to accomplish something, and there is this, this feeling that comes that says, oh, my goodness, you know, like, how am I going to do this? Or, oh, there's so many obstacles and so on. What's coming up really are different kinds of fears. When we're talking about courage here, let us look at the attributes of courage. So the attributes of courage that helps us to get rid of the fear, feeling the fear yet choosing to act, choosing to take the step, choosing to take the risk, choosing to get out of your comfort zone. The second one is you follow your heart. When you have that courage, you step into what is speaking to you, what's in your heart. Three, persevering in the first of adversity. So when you're facing an adversity, you want to think of Am I going to give in or I'm going to face it? And courage is the one that helps you or the component that helps you to persevere and keep going. The fifth attribute of courage is um, it helps you to really expand your horizon. You sort of like let go of the familiar, let go of what you're used to. And at the same time, you're exploring new things. You're exploring new horizons, exploring new grounds. The sixth one is 
facing any kind of suffering with dignity and faith. So what do I mean by that? We know that always pain is inevitable and suffering is a choice. So if you are choosing suffering, if you're choosing to stay and suffer in where you're at, courage gives faith that you are suffering with dignity and that you are in that place because there is no nothing that you can do about it in your own mind. Okay, so facing suffering, again, it's um, it depends on really what you're going to be facing, because sometimes if we don't have control over what we're facing, then having that faith and dignity and looking into what we're going through, accepting what we're going through, and being able to build up that inner resiliency that we're talking about to face it and to have that great faith inside of us that would help us go through it. So these are some attributes of courage. Number four in the resiliency components is purpose. Having a purpose. The purpose or a purpose is a target, a goal, a destination. It is something that is so meaningful in your life that you want to accomplish. Or it could be even a stop on the way. It could be something in the, in the, on the road for something that is greater that you're looking forward to. But it is sort of like a smaller stop. There's a purpose within a purpose. Uh, something that is for the greater good belief, for example, the belief of greater good. And your purpose, again, is the compass of your dest- uh, of your determination. This is how you build your determination by focusing on your purpose as well. And your determination is your defense against fear, and it builds your courage. And your courage fuels your energy to build your resiliency. So you can see that determination, courage, and purpose, they are all connected. And of course, the underlying foundation is the awareness. Now, the sixth component of resiliency is optimism. And optimism is the ability to look at the brighter side of life. Looking at the brighter side of life, it really helps you to maintain this positive attitude, even in adversity even in difficulty, even when you're suffering. So optimism is that light at the end of the tunnel, or it is an indicator of one's positive attitude and your outlook on life. It makes you continue to stay hopeful and continue to be resilient. Again, we want to make sure that optimism is is not false optimism. We want to look at the facts. There's reality testing here. But again, it's, it keeps you in that state of mind that you are going forward. Uh, you are um, resilient despite of occasional setbacks. Optimism gives you that hope, that idea of something beautiful is going to happen at the end. And optimism, of course, is the opposite of pessimism. And of course, pessimism, that is the one that leads to depression. It is a common symptom of depression. Optimism actually is an inner resource, and it's the ability to believe that times may be rough. Okay, yeah, times may be rough, but with renewed effort, they will improve. And that failure and success are, to a great extent, a state of mind. 
because when we look at something and we say failure, again, it's we're judging that it's a failure instead of saying and and shifting that mindset into, oh, this is an experience. I've learned from it. This is how am I going to move forward. This is how am I going to change certain things and how to approach it. True optimism is a comprehensive and hopeful but realistic approach to daily living, okay? And we know that with optimism, there are some attributes that goes with it or some attitudes, also major attitudes. We know that this situation, for example, if we're going through an adversity, we know that the situation is temporary. We know that it is situational and we know that we're not going to blame other people for it, okay? We're taking full responsibility here. And this is the opposite of uh, pessimism, which is we think that it's a permanent situation. We think that um, pervasive um, in every area of our lives, and we take things personally. Number six is agility. And in the simplest terms, agility is the ability to adapt to change or respond to an outer stimulus in a speedy yet effective manner. We talk a lot about agility nowadays. Organizations are talking about agility, how to become an agile organization, how to build an agile team, and so on. And this is where my focus here is on people. Because when we learn how to become agile, we learn how to adapt this inner agility on how to move fast and make decisions in in a split second and so on, it becomes a strength. It really becomes a strength. It's the strength, coordination, and the balance of all the inner elements, all the inner elements to react efficiently to something new, external, and unprecedented. Unprecedented, that I'm, I'm sure that word you've heard a million times since the pandemic started. The term emotional agility was originally coined down by uh, Dr. Susan David, and she and Christina Congleton, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, in 2013, they wrote an article in the Harvard Business Review about emotional agility. And the concept doesn't ask you to chase happiness. Instead, it really involves checking in with your emotions viewing them as teachers. What have I learned? What is this emotion telling me about myself? What is this emotion telling me about what I'm getting into and really understanding what it means? And we look at emotional agility as a means of learning about and how to cultivate our values. This is such an important piece because when we link our emotions with our values, and I love I love the article, I love the book, these, it, it gives us a different perspective of how we um, experience emotions. Number seven, this is patience. Again, patience is so vital for change. If we want to change something, it takes time. Change takes time, and we need to be patient. So patience is vital. Right now and after the pandemic and so on, we keep on on listening and hearing a lot of new normal, new normal, new normal. What's going on there? So 
we're we're being patient to understand what is that new normal looks like because it's still shaping up and being patient to see the fruits of our hard work it really helps us build our resiliency in exactly what is is and it is exactly what is needed because when we see the fruits of our hard work we know that we have expanded our capacity, our resilience, and being patient really is what is needed during these challenging times. And we're faced with so much change. Number eight, before going into number eight, now the first seven components that I mentioned, these are the ones that are intrinsic. These are the ones that we have within us, our normal, um, I would say even in our genes, if I may say so. Now we're going to shift into the extrinsic components. And these are the ones that is outside of ourselves, but they still come from within. Let us see how. Number eight is being resourceful. What does that mean? First of all, let me say it's crucial to be resourceful when we're going through some adversities or hard times. Being resourceful means here you have a list you want to put together a list of your contacts and all their positions, for example, or what they do in life, what's their jobs, uh, how you got to know them, and so on. I'm not talking about family, or you can include family as well, but we'll talk about a different kind of resourcefulness in a minute here. But here you have this list and you have the names, you have their positions, and knowing that when you need something, you know who to go to and where to find it. Being resourceful is knowing who you're going to contact. If if you really know what you need to build a specific skill, if you need, uh, for example, a specific course that you want to build some skills or learn some tools from it. For example, if you want to learn how to build your startup, knowing where to go and who to contact and who to ask and so on, that's being resourceful. It's resourceful. And it's really very important to stay true to our values and direct. Direction. Rather than, okay, because sometimes when we are resourceful, we can contact people and people can convince us to change our direction somehow. But again, as we change our direction, sometimes we can find there's conflict and we're not able to uh, follow through with what's really my main goal, my main purpose, my, my, my passion that is speaking to my heart to be manifested. So it's important to stay true to our values and direction rather than letting others determine the course of your goal. And our social network may also may also offer support in difficult times. This is what you would consider your social network. Number nine of those components, resiliency components, this is what I call a secure base, having a secure base. What do I mean by that? Having a secure base is having community that supports you. These are the people who care so much about you. They would do anything for you. They have your back. You know that if you fall, they will pick you up. You know that you will not be stranded by yourself. You know that you have their love and their connection and their support in so many different levels, so many different ways. Now, the last component of those um, components of resiliency is to have a mentor, a coach, a consultant, because having a mentor, coach, or consultant 
they will help you build a roadmap. They would help you and support you to navigate through those challenges and reach your goals. Having a mentor helps you through life in so many different. And and actually, having a mentor does not mean to have a mentor in one specific area. Having a mentor in life, that is huge. But also having a mentor at your work, having a mentor in a specific area that you would like to learn from their experiences and their expertise, that's wonderful. A coach, a coach would help you provoke your ideas and thoughts and dig into a discovery and having this capability of understanding your strengths and what to bring out and what to use and so on. That's by itself is a treasure box because it's sort of like when you're working with a coach, you are opening yourself You're opening your treasure box, your inner treasure box, understanding more about yourself, your capabilities, and what you want from life. There's so much, so much to uncover within us that sometimes we live our lives years and years and years and, oh, I don't understand myself or I don't know, I didn't know this about myself. And situations bring that up. But also what when you have a shortcut is when you have a coach to help you through this. And of course, having a consultant, if you are in a bind and facing a challenge within a certain specific area, then consulting with somebody that has the expertise in that area would help you again with those challenges and achieve your goals. These are the 10 inner and external components that shape up and that helps build our resiliency in different ways. As we go through the episodes, remember this is episode zero, just the introduction, explanation of those 10 components and so on. There is a methodology and there are action steps to take on how to build those components. After each episode, when we go through the story that my guests, the amazing guests, and I'm so grateful for them to share their stories and how they were able to bounce back and rebound with strength and enthusiasm and pizzazz and optimism, how they bounced back. I'm going to take just one point from what they spoke about and give you an exercise or an action step on how to build one specific component or even two. I don't know. I'm just going to leave it at that so that you will have those bite pieces at the end of each episode that you could follow through. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I look forward to getting your comments and reading all kinds of feedback that you have, because this is the way that we learn from each other. If you have a specific point that you would like to mention and you would like to share, please do so in the comment area and or reach out to me directly by uh, by email, uh, amina at aminahedaya.com. This way we would connect. And if you have a story, I would love to have you as a guest on my podcast. Thank you so much. This is the Rebound Podcast. Enjoy. Face challenges with optimism. Face challenges with courage. Face challenges with determination. Rebound to life with resilience and strength to live the life you have always wanted. Ten components that we discuss, how they are tapped into from the stories we hear. Those ten components are for you to own 
and to activate because they are in you. You want to activate them in the first face of adversity, challenges, and simply just anything that feels uncomfortable. This is what we learn from those who had gone through challenges and they have revived their energy with enthusiasm and pizzazz. How they carried the torch of resilience for others to follow. This is the Rebound Podcast.